Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm empowerment coach Jess Frost, and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive humans who are looking to step into their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. In a mixture of solo and guest episodes, we get to reflect, be curious, and share our empowering paths with one another. Should we get stuck in? Welcome, Sensitive Soul, to episode 86 of the Empowering Path podcast. Ah, it's good to be back doing a mini little episode, solo episode, about hyper-independence. This might be a term you're familiar with. It might be something that you discover today. But the question I'd like us all to ask ourselves is, are we craving support? but not asking for it, not allowing ourselves to be supported. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, if you follow my posts on Instagram and Facebook, you may know by now a little bit about my background as a caretaker for my parents, as an adult child of an alcoholic. Hyperindependence is something that has become... I've become very aware of, let's say, over the last five years. Uh, For me, it was just how I was. And I probably presumed that everyone else was the same, you know. Um, I, like I say, had to do a lot for my my family from a very young age. I always had a very close-knit friendship group. Um, You know, my my family would laugh because I had the same kind of friends all the way through my life, from childhood, from the village I grew up in. The circle I had didn't really widen that much. I had a few acquaintances, but I wouldn't say um, a lot of really close, connected friends. Um, Something that I'm still kind of navigating now, really, um, as I become really aware of all of this, become conscious to this. Um, But yeah, I grew up with a very kind of stoic, crack-on, mentality in the household. Um, I vividly remember my mum saying who was who was self-employed um, at the end of her career within fashion. And she'd say, you know what, if you need a job doing properly, do it yourself. And that was what I witnessed. It was what I absorbed. And wow, when I look now, I can see how hyper-independent I've been my entire life. But the reality of being so independent for me, and I'm sure this will resonate with so many of you, is that yes, you have a part of you that is very comfortable being in drive the whole time, being in the drive emotional system, getting shit done, not needing to ask for help. There's a part of me that is very comfortable with that. But then there's other parts of me that start to become super resentful. And the reason I wanted to share this today, how it felt so poignant to share this today, was I went to a peer support call that I go to on a regular basis now, where I'm really starting to peel off my armour and be held and seen by other people in whatever emotion I'm in and whatever I'm struggling with, which is still fairly new to me. (laughs) But 
it's really, really made me reflect on how challenging this still is for myself and how it is for many other people to, to, to be witnessed, to be really seen. And I think for many of us, you know, we can sometimes feel quite resentful in that, oh God, like why, why did they get all that attention? I'm really struggling as well. You know, why did they get all the sympathy? And I started to notice a part of me coming up recently that was having those thoughts, that was having those big emotions. And it's, again, made me so grateful for the work I've done on my parts and internal family systems, kind of really understanding all these conflicting parts within me that are trying to protect me. But I'm really trying to hear all of them at the moment and trying to honour all of their feelings. Uh, But I really have to hold my hands up and say, when I have that burning resentment and I'm sat there with my furrowed brow kind of going, why can't someone else see me like that? Why can't, why can't I get that hug or that, that sympathy? And why can't I get that support? I have to really honestly ask myself, have I asked for my needs? Have I openly communicated to people around me what I need help with, what support I need, whether it's emotionally or practically? Have I asked the question? Have I been been vulnerable enough to say, you know what, I'm really struggling with this or can we think about delegating the housework or, you know, whatever that might look like. Have I asked my needs? And for the majority of my life, I take 80, 90% of the time, no, I have not. And that's because I had to work through the fear of conflict and also the fear of letting go of the narrative that I'm the strong one. I'm the one that does everything because that was ultimately where I was getting my validation. So when we move away from these narratives, when we start to lean into vulnerability, especially as COAs, especially as people who have been that person that's been part of your identity from a very, very young age, it's very terrifying for those parts to step back. Because who are we when we're not doing that? There's a lot of people that I work with one-to-one who... I've mentioned drive, I've mentioned that emotional system, a lot of clients that are terrified of not being in drive. They're terrified of taking that foot off that drive, off that gas pedal and going into a more soothing affiliative system because they're like, everything will go to shit. Everything will fall apart. And this is a process, okay? There is no, I honestly don't believe that someone could listen to a podcast like this and go, yep, tomorrow I'm going to completely change. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to ask my needs. It is a slow burning process, okay? Vulnerability is one of the most fucking challenging things I have ever had to face. And one of the parts of me that I've recognised that I kind of can hide behind is being the support one, is being the person that hosts the group programmes, that does the podcast, you know, the person that is the coach. That's easy for me to be in that almost like leadership type role and, and not be vulnerable myself. I'm still playing around with how do I safely share what I'm navigating on my socials when it feels aligned and when it feels like not, I'm not kind of floodlighting you with all my personal shit. 
you know, but it's really important to me that equally I don't put up this like love and light all the time, you know. Um, so for me still, with all this work that I've been doing, all of this training, all of this therapy and all of these group programs and stuff, I'm still on that journey. Um, so I just want to reassure you that if this feels really hard for you, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm not asking for help, I don't know how to ask for help. I see you. I see you. And sometimes it is just about taking that next little step for you in terms of what's going to make you feel safest. So for me personally, I started doing this work one-to-one with people because the thought of having to be in group settings and share was fucking terrifying. Okay. That was like, no, no, thank you. I'm going to have my camera off. I'm not going to do that. It's only now that I feel really safe in in groups and, and settings where I feel safe with the leader, number one, the person that's facilitating. And I feel like I'm around like minded people. So for me, being around other highly sensitive people, being around other COAs, being around, you know, anyone that is a deep feeling human I feel a lot safer than if I wasn't with those types of people. So that's really helped me on my journey. But yeah, absolutely. I think peeling back these layers with people one to one and practicing that, that vulnerability with one person in private really helped me. But I'm not saying that that's how, how it would work for you. That's your journey. But it's just that next best step, you know, is it, through therapy? Is it through coaching? Is it through with peer support groups or group empowerment programs? Like what's that next best step where now you've recognised that you might be falling into this hyper independence? What might be the next step where you can start peeling back those layers safely? Not too quickly, not so it's going to overwhelm you, but where you can start to feel safer to share what's going on for you. Start to find the vocabulary of how you start asking for help, how you can start building that emotional intelligence, that emotional literacy to be able to describe to people how you actually are feeling and how you'd like to feel. This comes with practice. It comes with safety. It comes with the right practitioners for you. But really, you know, I just wanted to share this because I think for a lot of us, like I say, that drive is our superpower. That drive is what's got us through, whether it's successful careers or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and actually the thought of, of doing something different can be incredibly scary, but the actual reality is that we're burning out. Many of us, our tires are fucked and it's time, you know, that, that feeling in you, inside you that like, it's time, something needs to change. That happened to me in 2017. You might be listening to this going, I think it's about time I did something about this. But it it came for me, I think, a big part of vulnerability and a big part of releasing the armour and asking for help was realising that I deserved it. Because there was so, I was so lacking in like core self-worth. My self-worth was wrapped up in my duty, in my service, in my caretaking, in my rescuing, in my fixing. Um, I could not give my worth to myself. 
So a big part of the work I did behind the scenes one to one was working with holistic coaches on building that self-worth, building that feeling that I am enough and actually I'm worthy of self-care. I'm worthy of support. So those subconscious wires were being rewired. I was almost renovating my mind and body, clearing out all of those old narratives and all those beliefs about myself that then enabled me to take these small steps into vulnerability, into sharing, into asking for my needs. So I just felt really compelled to share this because I know I'm not alone. Um, You know, I know so many people are feeling burnout. They're feeling stuck, they're feeling frozen, or they're in that kind of frantic drive energy. And it's an important reflection for us to have. Do we need to be asking for more support? And am I conflicted in terms of craving this support and resisting it? But if any of you want any support with this, um, please do reach out. You know, my DMs are open. You can drop me an email. Um, I have got some spaces available if you do want one-to-one, if you want to start exploring this privately um, and building up that vulnerability, practicing it with me in a safe space, that is available to you. Um, But you're not alone. Honestly, when I realised just the awareness that hyper-independence is a part of me, It's not my authentic self, you know, my authentic self would lean into community, would lean into that connection. So it's just a protector part of me that's been with with me since childhood. But that part doesn't need to be in the driving seat now and that I am safe to ask for help. I'm safe to retreat. I'm safe to communicate my needs. I'm safe to put boundaries in place. All of these amazing things that I would never have done, never have done five, ten years ago. But it's a process. And like I say, it's finding the spaces that make you feel seen, make you feel heard and make you feel like you can start to understand these parts and start to peel back the layers. So, yeah feeling really proud of myself for leaning into these spaces like I say that I would never have done thank you to the spaces that witness me that allow me to yeah keep leaning one foot out into discomfort and out of my comfort blanket (laughs) and and access the support that I know I deserve but can only support my holistic health can only support My career can only support me as a small business owner that doesn't have to do it on our own. Me and Nick don't need to do it on our own, that we have people that we can lean into and get support. So, yeah, just wanted to remind you, you deserve support. You're worthy of being witnessed and you don't need to do this alone. So I'm sending you so much love, doll. You know where I am. And until next time... Take care and protect your energy. Mm-hmm.